You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl extravaganza. Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl extravaganza. Super Bowl, Super Super Bowl, Super Super Bowl, Super Bowl Bowl, Super Super Bowl, Bowl Super Super Bowl, Extra Extrava, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl extravaganza. Super Bowl, Rex Trava. Super Bowl, Strava, 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 Bowl, 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 Super 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 Bowl, it's a Super Bowl extravaganza. We have made it. Welcome back to Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. It is Super Bowl week. Officially, it's Friday. Sunday is the Super Bowl. We're all excited. Stoner, what have you been doing this week to get ready for the Super Bowl? Smoking weed and eating a lot of food to stretch out my stomach. And, I thought that uh, was an everyday thing. And I bought a new pair of sweatpants. You, you bought know? some some new sweatpants? Like are they some like new futuristic? Or are they like Walmart style? Yeah, they're like uh, you know just a regular pair of sweatpants. Little nice. pair of fleece, little pair of fleece sweatpants. I think little sweatpants. Pants. Sweatpants you know have gotten mean? extra. Yeah, they've gotten kind of extra. Yeah. They're like time. fleece. They're nice. They're, they're comfortable as fuck. It's it's like twenty degrees out right now. So, oh yeah, um, yeah. So it's a cold time for you. Yeah, keeping it warm, keeping it warm over here. It's like a solid, solid sixty degrees outside here in Louisiana. So it's not too bad. Yeah, well, you guys lost to the Rams, so yeah. There's also that. There's still <laughs> clouds. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it as always. So, so as it's, you all know, it's, it's uh, warm but cloudy. <laughs> warm but cloudy. Yeah. As you all know, um, Stoner basically cursed it with the uh, the tweet before the game. But we have to get over things sometimes. Uh, yeah. Some some Saints fans here are not a little getting little voodoo for the fucking New Orleans. There's a lot of voodoo down there, right? You yeah, you just got shit. really high and you ran into uh, Miss Cleo in prison, and she yeah. gave you some voodoo juice. And then you I think she's dead, bro. <laughs> I don't think she's dead. I think she's alive in spirit. Yeah, I've well, seen her walking around New Orleans cemeteries. Yeah, she didn't see that shit coming. Mm-mm, no, she didn't know that I was watching her all these years. Yeah, not at all. Call now, honey, or whatever. What did she used to say? <laughs> call, me, call me now. Call me now. <laughs> Just like real abrupt. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Call me that's now. Tough. No, no, bitch. <laughs> no, <Nah>, I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to stay away from you. Yeah, so, uh, okay. so I don't know how we got on the subject of, of – well, yeah, I do know how we got on the subject, but we got to get off the subject. Saints, Saints lost. We got next year, and we'll talk a little <laughs> bit about what Roger Goodell had to say about it and what the, uh, the Saints' reaction because it's a part of Super Bowl week. So, as you all know, I'm sure everyone that's listening to this has been watching NFL Network, ESPN, Super Bowl week, the week before in Atlanta, it's just nothing but like a media um, uh, circle jerk, basically, around instead of uh, instead of people nutting onto a slice of bread, they're just jizzing all over the players. And, yeah, uh, pretty that's much. Basically how the, play, the players are the bread. Right, yes. Players are the bread, and the last person that asks the question has, has to eat the players. So, um, you ever played that game? No. Mm-mm, they do it in prison a lot, I've heard. My, my my great uncle he died in prison he told me about the bread stories so yeah just get frisky there yeah r.i.p uh, uncle, uncle shannon uncle shannon yeah, yeah. that's uh that's a bit much 
Yeah, they did a lot of stuff down down here in the dirty South prisons. So seriously, but uh, but at least it's not as bad as prisons in ATL that I've heard. And um, and right now I know the Falcons' hearts are in shambles because the Patriots are in their town. Uh, they yeah. basically own them in uh, Super Bowl Fifty One, and now they're basically owning their stadium, or so I hope. Yeah. Come Sunday, because I am a uh, temporary Patriots fan. Go Tom Brady, the goat. Um, yeah, leg goat. Uh, and then also with the uh, the Rob Gronkowski, gotta love that guy. You know, sixty nine. So uh, there's a lot of why isn't he number sixty nine? Nice. By the way, because that's an offensive lineman's number. I, I feel like he could take that. Now I feel like that would, wouldn't even matter. Yeah, he would. Yeah, he just wouldn't be eligible for a pass unless he reported himself as eligible. That sucks. That sucks that numbers have that kind of impact on things in life. Yeah. Oh fuck it. Well, anyway, kicking it off. I know on Sunday, uh, the Patriots, the Rams, they had their send off parties going to Atlanta. I'm pretty sure Foxborough had enough people there to uh, basically like the population of a small country in the Philippines. They were basically yeah, pretty much. there in Foxborough. Um, they were all just, just jizzing their pants over Tom Brady, dropping the mic. It was the uh, the hot thing. The we're still here chant went down. Um, oh, fuck. I hate that guy, honestly. And I know you do. And I and I and look, I want to let you rant on Tom Brady and why you hate him. Uh, it, it, and we're going to try to keep happen. it under, it under five happen. minutes. We're going to try to keep it under five minutes. That's only if I can get Stoner mad enough to do it. So <sighs> it I'm going to have to throw it, a lot of jabs. It might happen. <laughs> it's probably going to happen. Um, Fuck Tom Brady. I didn't even see that the Rams had a uh, a send off. I'm sure they did, but it probably wasn't that packed because there may be about like eight true Rams fans in Los Angeles. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of Rams fans out there, which is probably no, why they're in the Super Bowl conspiracy. You know, I was I was out there. There's a handful of them. They started jumping on the wagon a little bit. A lot of them are fair weather fans, like Dodger fans. Dodger fans don't show up to the game until the fucking, you know, fifth inning. It's more like a fucking social outing than it is a baseball game. And then, you know, when the playoffs roll around, they all show up. But they come for the th- to the third inning and leave by the seventh inning stretch most of the time. They, they're, they're very fake fans. Yeah, see that that's that's my entire point. So it's it's always great to have yeah. a, a team going to the Super Bowl with a fake fan base. Um, I'll tell you who you didn't see out there: Padres fans. Because I don't know if you follow Chargers Twitter, but I went down the rabbit hole. I've been kind of in and out, bobbing and weaving through it uh, for the past couple of weeks. Uh, Chargers fans are heated over they they're like <laughs> they hate like everything about Los Angeles. They're telling all the Chargers fans, you might as well become Dodgers fans because we don't want you anymore. It's a Padres town only. Uh, Will's Vagina is completely Padres only. Talking about the Chargers? Yeah, I'm talking about the Chargers because there's keeps, there are two teams in L.A. You keep saying the Padres, though. Yeah, because the Padres are the baseball team. So yeah, they're basically so I, saying that all the L.A. Chargers fans, they need to just become you know, Dodgers fans now. Ah, uh, yes, gotcha. Yeah. So they're really heated about it, and they don't like the Rams either. So, like, Melvin Gordon was on uh, – he was talking with uh, William McGinnis on NFL Network about how they're trying to spark that rivalry. Good luck with that. They're still trying to build a stadium. So uh, yeah. you don't even have a place for your fans to cheer. Uh, the only thing worse than that is John Gruden giving out Lunchables to all his players and telling them we'll find a way to uh, to find a place to play. There's a lot of teams over there <laughs> that are trying to figure things out. John Gruden cures everything with Lunchables because, you know, it's his children. 
He also <laughs> wants everyone to buy him wings, um, which is something that's just really not feasible if you think about it. How, I don't think John Gruden, he'd be inhuman if he could eat all those wings. Yeah, what happened to that guy? He, he got super weird. Yeah, he did. Well, I don't think he got weird. I think he just got out of the spotlight, and now he's coming back. So now it's like he remembers all of the great uh, NFL sound effects episodes with him. So he's yeah, trying to right, recreate right. him, but he's trying way too hard. So he's I fucking think, weird, right? I mean, yeah. he is weird. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw an episode of sound effects one day, like maybe in the next two years when they're in Vegas, if like they're at like a blackjack table. And he's like trying to make them practice inside of a casino and also trying to jerk off somebody and just play it off as, oh, we're just this locker room banter. So you never really know what could happen with him. But yeah, he's kind of yeah. enough about that. But that, that's just this crazy stuff going on over there on the West Coast. Um, I know that's your, your place of home in your heart. Well, um, Jersey, Jersey's my home. Jersey's always going to be home. California's in your heart. We know that much. California is, is yeah. No doubt about it. Like Tupac that's, said. That's where I love, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so all that's happening. But, yeah, don't think there were many people out there for the Rams. Uh, they might have had, like, a cover band of, like, uh, some 40. Well, you know, they're players. playing in the Coliseum right now, too. And the Coliseum seats, like, 108,000 people. Like, it's ridiculous. It's, a, it's too big to even be a college stadium. But right. You know, when I was a child, US, I thought that USC, men fought makes, lions. USC makes it work. What? I said, when I was a child, I thought that men fought lions and bears there. <laughs> yeah, real shit. I had no idea what went down. And I was like, Coliseum. Like, I'm thinking about, like, I had just, like, watched Troy. So I was, like, tripping balls. I was like, what's going on in California? <laughs> Coliseum place. Um, I did a lot of things when I was a kid. A lot, a lot of things. But, um, but yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just now they're in Atlanta, and it's just everything's kind of in, in got it consumed. So um, you you call it Monday media. Day, I could right? see a uh, I could see an Atlanta Falcons fan like pulling the fucking Tanya Harding. <laughs> oh, dude, for sure. <laughs> for sure to heal the wounds of twenty eight and three. Loving fucking Brady and the D. Fucking why me? And I guarantee you the press would make it to where he had 28 swings uh, and only connected three times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. They, Lindsay they, would make that joke. Sure. Yes, yes, 100%. 100%. But, uh, you know, and then Tom Brady would limp out there like fucking Larry Bird and shut everybody up. That's just what he does, man. I mean, like this dude's – I'm pretty sure he does have a penis just the size of the world Fuck because that's – Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, he, fu- he ain't fucking – Hey, fucking Giselle, right? Fuck that guy. No, I mean, you know, it's it's not every day that uh, you know a quarterback comes along and um and just completely just like takes over the game as like the greatest of all time. So we're we're witnessing right. You're witnessing this now. I see what you're doing here. I see what yeah. you're doing. I mean, I mean, who is Joe Montana anyway? He's so, the goat. I don't believe so. Um, you, you Giselle, have to- Giselle straps one on and lays into Brady every night. Oh, no, no. It's quite the opposite, actually. And they probably nah. do it with a group of people. I heard Joe Montana's cousins were there. So. Yeah, Bo Montana. Yeah, Bo Montana. Yeah, that's a fire name, actually. Yeah. Pretty porn name. We'll have to keep that one in mind. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. Pat, so, patent pending. Right, patent pending. We have that one coming for you. Fantasyfootballstoner.com. We'll have it there. We'll have Bo Montana porn videos for all you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. But, yeah, so Media Monday comes around. Um, I know, like, one of the hot stories of Media Monday was uh, 
couple of the guys from Barstool snuck in with fake credentials. They caused quite a stir. Was, you know, it's always – they always do some funny shit. You got to give them credit. Um, and uh, they asked some – I think uh, PFT commenter asked uh, Gronk – he was like, I have a question from a first grader. Um, I, I, I really love you. You're my favorite football player. Why do you think the number 69 is so funny? And he asked him that in front of all of the reporters. Put it like, like, I'm telling you, like, that's just, that's what they do, man. They're hilarious. They're great at what they do. Uh, you know, they got the, uh, they got the hottest sports podcast in the world right now. So, I mean, they're, they're killing it over there, but I'm telling you like, dude, they ask some hilarious questions. And, uh, Did it, didn't they get girly to say like I shit in my house or something? Yeah, yeah. What uh, he asked him, <laughs> I, I remember seeing the video on Twitter. He asked him about uh, there was something about a long time ago. They were he asked him about if he was going to get cats or something like that. And um, he asked him, he's like, "Have you got those cats yet?" And he's like, "No, I haven't got those cats." And he was like, uh, "Yeah, probably because they shit in your house, huh?" He was like, "Well, I shit in my house." So. <laughs> I'm telling you, like they just disrupted the hell out of it. Well, these guys both like got detained or whatever, and they uh, you can go listen to their podcast. I had to check it out this week just because I saw all the stuff in the media. I'm like, I know they're probably going to be talking about it on their show, so I wouldn't listen to it. It was a good episode. Uh, they had a they had the interview with uh, with I think uh, that little country yodel boy Mason Ramsey. Oh Jesus! Yeah. So they did some funny stuff this week. So. Um, yeah, I saw the uh, he had he gave uh, a place the pizza the pizza review. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he, and he had uh, hit little John with him. <laughs> no way. Okay. So yeah. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Yeah. One. Um. So yeah, I, I think I, I think I saw it on the gram. I think I saw it on the gram. I'll have to go look for that when we're done. But yeah, the, yeah. Uh, Barstool. He was guys. like little John showed up late, and he was like, you know, walked out with the pizza, and he started talking shit about little John. Like saying, fuck this guy, fucking never having rappers on my show again. And then Little John rolls up, like, as he's saying, fuck Little John. It's pretty funny. Oh, man. All right. I'm definitely yeah. checking that out then. So, yeah, they, they cause, but they cause like the biggest stir on Monday. I think that was like the story of Monday was that they actually broke into Media Day, got that done. So, if you follow Barstool, you know, go check that out. You, you can scroll through their tweets. I'm sure you'll see some stuff. Um, they did, that was hilarious stuff, man. They made, they made big news on that national news. So, and they hate Roger. They have, uh, uh, yeah, they, they, they have one of my new favorite podcasts, by the way. What they got? It's, <laughs> it's called call her daddy. Call her daddy. Yeah. I, okay. I can't even, I can't even like, can't even explain it. I have, to, like I have two, to look into this. Yeah. It's two girls. Um, and they dive into like, they just talk about dirty shit. They talk about relationships and like sex and New York and, and they just talk about everything. Sex and, in the uh, city podcast. It's, it's fucking filthy. They're starting a movement, bro. Okay. Yeah. They're starting a movement and the, and it's, you know, they're getting, they're, they're part of Barstool. No shit. Um, just do it. Doing big things, doing big things. Yeah. Doing it's, uh, it's a, it's a fantastic. It's it's a fantastic uh, it's a fantastic listen. Make nice. sure the kids make sure the kids not in the car. Yes, NSFW. Um, yeah, so not yeah. safe for kids. Not no. safe for children. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, so big shout out Barstool making the most episode. recent episode. They talk about butt stuff. Oh yeah, I got to listen to that because it's What's ass it called season. Uh, call her daddy. Call her daddy. Ass yeah. season. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that before. All right, cool yeah. deal. So, so we know that. So they own Media Day on Monday. 
Um, the next big thing that happened this week, I'm sure everybody was tuned in, uh, Roger Goodell. He finally addressed what happened to my beloved uh, Houdat Nation and the Saints, um, and he did a really shitty job of it. Yeah, he said, oops, right? Like, oops. He literally (laughs) – yeah, that's basically all he did. Um, Piece of shit. So he literally um, came out and said that – he flat out lied, by the way. He he said that he talked to the the players of the team. He had no conversations with any of the Saints players. And every Saints player – I loved every second of this. They were all like – Every Saints player called him out. (laughs) Like, "Mm, who are you talking about? Mm -mm, He ain't talked to us. Like, I loved it. I loved every minute of it because it's just like, you know what? Whether you want it or not, you're going to have nagging Saints fans now for at least the next 10 to 15 years about that. And that's just how it is. They still have Cowboys fans nagging about the no catch with Des Bryant. Des, yeah. So now, you know, we basically just hopped on that train. So not only did this spark controversy and, and Barstool comes up again in our podcast. So uh, Barstool had released a shirt a couple years ago when Tom Brady was suspended about uh, Roger Goodell as a clown. Yeah, Sean I remember Payton, that. Sean Payton was wearing the Roger Goodell clown yeah. shirt. He left just enough to where you could see the hairline. He was 100% wearing that shirt. Oh, I there's mean. no doubt. And Michael Thomas yeah. even came out and tweeted. He was like, I'm their stylist, so you know I had to hook him up. Like, he basically gives Drew Brees. He told Drew Brees about the shoes. He's got Sean Payton wearing Barstool Roger Goodell clown shirts. Like, just yeah. – like, it, it's hilarious. So, so I went online and I saw where the founder of Barstool, uh, Dave Portnoy, was tweeting about it or whatever. And I found a clip art of black and gold Roger Goodell clown and how we needed to do black and gold Roger Goodell clown shirts so we could all wear next season in the dome. Yep. And then he's like, I'm not making black and gold. The turquoise pops. And I'm just like, okay, well, you just lost a shitload of money. Some other company literally minutes later made – they took the image themselves. They probably could get sued for this. But they took the image themselves and they made it black. They made it put on a black shirt and made Roger Goodell gold with a red nose. And I bought one. So, um, (laughs) so yeah, I have that. That's coming in. I will be wearing that at the Dome opener next year uh, for the Saints. And I cannot wait. And I started a huge uproar on Reddit. I think it's currently has like almost a thousand upvotes. And I put the link on there to buy those shirts. And I can confirm at least ten people have purchased that shirt, which isn't a lot, but there are people that have bought it. So they came uh, out today and said that uh, it was just kind of a misunderstanding. Who yeah, said the, it was a misunderstanding? The NFL and Goodall came out and said that it was just kind of uh, – hold on. The league clarified that Commissioner had not spoken to the players and that he was not claiming he had spoken to them. Just the way it should have been punctuated was that, you know, the team, the players, we understand the frustration, but he wasn't trying to say he talked to them all. That's what they came out and said today. Man, Roger Goodell, flat out, Roger Goodell is a joke. Okay. He's the worst. He's, he's the not, absolute worst. He's not as funny as people thinking that Joe Montana is the goat over Tom Brady, but yeah. he he is he is a joke. I see what you're doing. <laughs> I'm gonna do it all. I'll fucking yeah, you keep saying it. <laughs> um, you're gonna make me talk about why Tom Brady's not even the fucking goat. 
Oh, it's coming, and the listeners want it now too. They're ready right now. They're all they're all like the the the, the lights on you, man. Everybody's everybody's going to bombard you with with these tweets. Um, other news that somehow is super relevant: Maroon Five skip. They said they're not going to do their press conference for uh for their Super Bowl halftime performance, and this like was who? <laughs> yeah, so they they comes out. <laughs> Adam Levine comes out and he's like, we're, Who? We're, yeah, yeah. Dude, dude from voice. Chill out. <laughs> oh, that guy. I know that guy. Dude from voice. So, uh, so he comes out, he's like, we're going to let our show speak through the music. I've heard one song by Maroon 5 probably in the past five years. And it's probably one of the most annoying fucking songs I've ever listened to. And it's what the is it? that your mom listens, your, your, your parents listen to when they're really drunk dancing at campgrounds. That's Maroon Five. Uh, it's that, that one song about sugar. It's like, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody likes that song. Yeah, that song. If you do like that song. You're a parent, and you get down to campgrounds, and your kids are embarrassed by you. Yeah, it sounds so, horrible. It was almost as bad as is how the song "Low" by T Pain. It was like cool for a little while, and then all your parents started doing it. They started jamming to that song. It like Mardi Gras dances. You might not know about that. That's more of a southern thing, Louisiana thing. Yeah, but yeah. The, that kind of music took over the Mardi Gras parties, and we're all watching our moms and dads dance to this. We're like, didn't that song come out like three years ago? Like, <laughs> so now Maroon Five's performing at the uh, at the Super Bowl. And and fun fact, there's not five people in maroon five there are actually eight people in maroon five and not and and none of them are any shade of maroon Mm, they should probably be called pink eight so i like eight eight white dudes yeah eight white guys i like that i think that that pops actually that shit pops (laughs) eight white guys like that i'm telling you that would sell put it on a turquoise shirt that would sell so big in mississippi on a turquoise shirt, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eight white guys. Oh yeah, I like them eight white guys. We down here in Mississippi, Southern Baptist. We we're having eight white guys come perform at our church. Yeah, I won't be paying <laughs> attention to the Super Bowl. I'll be in the fucking in the shed smoking weed at halftime. Because Joe Montana's not there because he's not the goat. Montana will be smoking with me because he is the goat. I don't think so. If Joe Montana comes to your yeah. house. You have to call me so I could ask him how does it feel to not be the goat. Come on, if it wasn't for Adam Vinatieri <laughs> and the tuck rule and the deflate and, and game. the tuck rule <laughs> and the fucking deflated shit, none of that happened. That he, he's that he a, face he mm. faced guys like fucking Jake Delome. Um, he faced a fucking Philly team with a quarterback that threw up during the last drive because he's a little bitch. Mm, Jake 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 Delome was good. Delone was garbage. He lost he to Eli was, twice. He was a tough. He was the Eli Manning of today, of yesterday. That's who he, Delone was. If 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 Pete Carroll isn't a fucking idiot, they lose to this fucking Seahawks. If Kyle Shanahan doesn't forget how to fucking run the ball, they lose to the Falcons. Do you think Tom Brady took Pete? And then they lost. Home? And then they lost to fucking Nick Foles, looking like Napoleon Dynamite. Like, mm-hmm. let's be honest. Rob Parker was on fucking Undisputed last year and claimed that Tom Brady is the luckiest of all time. They called him the Lote. And I 100% agree with him. Do you know, you know who Barry McCockiner is on Twitter? 
how the fuck does he throw for 145 yards and a touchdown and and win MVP in his first fucking Super Bowl? You and Barry McCockner are probably the same person. <laughs> <laughs> because, because, because you think Tom Brady's a system QB? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm, no, he's absolutely not a system QB. He's the greatest dude, of all time. I'm pretty dude, sure Drew, Tom Brady is Drew the modern Brees, day Jesus. How many how many Super Bowls does Drew Brees win if he's if he's the Patriots quarterback? Mm, all of them. All of them. Yeah. Because he's the real goat here. Because not only is he a better quarterback, but he would have been playing in a fucking sick system. Mm-hmm. Tom, see Tom Brady. Tom Brady is basically Jesus of the football. You know world. who New England should be thanking? They should all be sending Christmas cards to fucking Mo Lewis. Mo Lewis. You know why they should be sending why Christmas cards to Mo Lewis? Tell me why. Because if it wasn't for Mo Lewis, Tom Brady never would have taken over when he did. And if it wasn't for Bill Belichick, because um, of Drew Bledsoe. Because Drew Bledsoe was their quarterback, and he would have gone on and won the Super Bowl that year. And who the fuck knows what would have happened? You really think Mo Bledsoe would have done it? Because I'm, yeah, pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure the goat, the the young goat, came in and and no, sit down. I'm because Tom Tom Brady didn't even fucking win that game. It was the fucking defense, the Patriots uh, defense. No, shut the way shut I remember it. The, the way Patriots I remember it, Joe Montana shut. was on the field, and he was just like, "There's no way this guy's going to win the Super Bowl." And he Mon- said, hey, Montana, Joe, fuck you. Mon- you won. Montana never lost the Super Bowl. Remember that. No, Montana no. blew. Montana how many? Blew, how many did he have? He had four. He won four. Well, he blew out. He blew out teams that had John Elway, Dan Marino at quarterback. Two of the best quarterbacks in the history of football. He fucking smoked him in the Super Bowl. How many Super Bowls do the Patriots have in the Brady era? Who cares? Fuck Tom Brady. They how won five. They won five. So that's that's one more than Joe Montana? Yeah, yeah but Bill Belichick won them. Yeah, absolutely. But mm-hmm. see, is, Tom, is that all we're doing? Is Bill Belichick, about, Bill Belichick is a figment of your imagination. He's not real. Tom Brady is yeah. coaching that team. Tom, Tom Brady's a piece of shit. <laughs> I agree. He's I'm a cheater. With this. I hate He's Tom a cheater. <laughs> He's the luckiest quarterback of all I can't. time. You know how hard it is to try to like sit here and like. He wears and, like, fucking Tom Brady? boots. He wears UGG boots. Yeah, it is. I know. Look, look, you ruined. Like the joke's over. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's like I thought. I, I thought I'd be able to do it, but no, I don't like Tom Brady either. I'm just. I don't want the Rams to win. He got lucky. Andy Reid didn't know how to fucking win a game, and goddamn Giants beat him twice, and then. Pete Carroll was fucking Mark. Just hand the ball to Marshawn. You're at the fucking one, dude. I'll say this. I'll say this. You're at the one. We got it, and we got to get off this subject that I started, that I ignited under your ass. Fuck Tom Brady, dude. <laughs> Fuck Tom Brady. Um, Tom Brady Some, is a hell of a motivator. Someone, hell of a motivator. Someone fucking I gotta, I gotta say Kerrigan. this. Someone no. Tanya Harding, that bitch. He's a he's a hell of a motivator. He doesn't eat tomatoes, which is fucking weird, but it works for him. He got Botox. He cried a lot last year. He wears up and, and you want to know the worst part about it? Drew Brees didn't get to beat him this year, and that hurts. Yeah. So we're gonna move on from that because go, if you, go go Rams, go Rams. No, fuck that. Um, so golf and Gurley, uh, Todd Gurley and Jared Goff have a new commercial that I saw, and uh, and a little last tidbit about some some news before we get into our uh, predictions but uh i don't know if you've got to see it yet have you have you seen the golf and girly commercial for pizza hut yeah i saw it it's goofy can you confirm todd Gurley was high 
He was definitely high. He had to be. I, I mean, you have to be high to eat Pizza Hut, so you got to be long super. pause, <laughs> long pause, and he's just like, "That's dope," <laughs> and then it just ends. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Like goofy shit. I'm sure it'll air during the Super Bowl. If you haven't seen it yet, look it up on YouTube. Todd Gurley yeah, owned. He was fucked up. He's high. He's definitely high. So games on Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want the Rams to win. They're being stupid. I would rather I would rather the Patriots win so that Tom Brady will retire. But he's already said he's not going to retire, which sucks. Does Belichick retire? That's the question. No, nah, he ain't retire. He's going to go on to win more Super Bowls without Tom Brady. Do you think gonna, Tom Brady's fucking with us and he actually will retire? He's going to destroy the legacy of Tom Brady by winning more Super Bowls without him. Do you think Brady, they get Kyler Murray if Tom Brady retires? Brady's not going to retire because they're going to lose. I, I think. I He's think the Rams. I think the Rams' defense is going to be the difference in the game. They do have and, a great defense. I can't. Aaron, Aaron Donald is going to make sure that Tom Brady gets hit. He will probably get a fifteen-yard penalty or two. Hopefully it'll be a little more than what the fucking Jones did on the Chiefs the other day because that was not a fucking 15-yard penalty. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be a high-scoring game, but I think it's going to be a close one. Um, I mean, I just – I don't want to see – A 24-20? I'll take Rams 24-20. <sighs> it's so tough, man. Like, I don't know. Like, okay, I have to be honest and say, like, yeah, it would be cool to see Brady lose again because then he might just get really sad and be like, I'm done. Yeah, I don't think so. I think he stays. Do you, he plays do you, think, again. Do you think it's all about records for him? Or does he yeah. just – like, do you think – Do you? I, I just I, – I don't – I think that if you win this game – Maybe maybe he's trying to outlast Belichick. I think he's trying to outlast <laughs> Breeze because Breeze is coming for them stats, and and Tom Brady wants them stats too. Yeah, true story. He, yeah, he's he's hungry for it, and but Drew Breeze has it, and it's like, you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I think um, uh, I think the Rams were smart to fucking lay off a of Gurley, even though he did have a shitty game last week or two weeks ago. Um, have you I heard the insight in on that? Like, what's going on with with that? Like, CJ Anderson I, is just out there killing the game. Like, sh- like, yeah, they, I think I think they're gonna fucking pound the rock. I think Gurley's gonna get his twenty touches. I think CJ's gonna get ten, and they're gonna fucking pound the rock. I think. I think, I think if the Rams win, Gurley gets MVP. Yes, I agree. Or Aaron Donald has fucking three sacks and forces a fumble, and he wins MVP. Yeah, either way it goes. I mean, it's whatever. Um, and we all know that if the Patriots win, somehow Tom Brady would be the MVP. Um, of the Super He's going to cry in his Ugg boots because he's a little bitch. So, for me, I I personally think it's going to be a low-scoring game because of how Tom Brady just – he's good at working the clock. He is good at – Getting first downs, which every quarterback's got. But I mean, he just—he's more—he gets into like checkdown mode a lot, 
in these in these games in these Super Bowl games that he plays. He doesn't. You don't really see him taking like crazy deep shots. So and, James White, James White will have a good game like he always does. Yes, James Bowl, White, right? James White should get an MVP for the Super Bowl. I really feel like because like he for fantasy purposes, that dude kills. And That's getting into that, I'll go ahead and say he yeah, is. Right. He's one of my – for a lot, of, a lot of you guys out there are going to be playing the showdown captain mode on, on DraftKings, which is the same thing that we'll be playing. I'm going to go ahead and just say, for my captain, I am most definitely putting Todd Gurley in that spot for captain. Um, Gurley. Gurley is my captain for this game. And another player from the Patriots that I would recommend throwing in your lineup is James White. It, it's obvious. It has to be. He always – they all – Belichick always uses James White in this game, in the Super Bowl. For some yeah, reason. Yeah, Brady trusts him. I said this before the season started when I told everyone to fucking draft him on their fantasy team. I said, yeah, Brady trusts James White. Belichick trusts James White. So you knew he was going to get his touches, and he fucking blew up. He was a top ten running back. And he's had multiple Super Bowls where he's – played extremely well that's so he does he's a super bowl king he's a sleepy captain choice too i mean a sleeper type captain choice because he'll be a little bit cheaper than Gurley. i think i could agree with that i could but it's more of the riskier play i think Gurley's. yeah for sure um because because you obviously know with cj anderson he he did what he did against the saints that's fine you hardly saw Gurley. Gurley, they were waiting for this moment and on that game, and now they're in the Super Bowl. Gurley is going to go ham. He knows this is spotlight. He's back in Georgia, and another running back. I think that we've we've got to give maybe a little bit of credit to is Sony Michelle. He's a Georgia Sony. too. Yeah, Sony's been playing well. That'll be fun for both of those guys coming back. Yes. coming back to where they played college ball. The sad part just, about it is Georgia wins either way. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, they got to win something from time to time. They should have. I think, uh, but that got yeah. fucked up. I think um, you know your your notion of a low scoring game that Gurley plays a big part in that as well. I mean, the more carries he gets, the more time he eats off the clock. So there's I your think, low scoring game. What's I your think, score? Pick a I score think, and pick a winner. I think it's probably going to be more along the lines of uh, of fourteen to seventeen. I think that that's what we're going to be looking at here. Um, just because of the sheer fact that, like you said, the Rams' defense is spectacular, and with it doing, with, with them doing what they do with Aaron Donald, with Fowler out there, Keeb Talib, uh, Peters, like they're they're going to be all over the place, and they and they are, like you said, they're hungry for this game. They want this game. They're going to be playing top level performance. Uh, in in a way, you know, uh, all Saints shit aside, and and focusing off, you know, just fantasy whatever pretending that that's the season's still rolling if i'm on that page i'm okay with saying that like i would prefer to see the younger team win just because it's kind of showing that we're ushering in a new era of the nfl and that there's these new teams these young teams they're coming in they're performing at a high level and that's really the change we need right now everyone Times the they is are tired of seeing, yeah everyone's tired of seeing the patriots in the super bowl it's so a, who so who wins and who's your mvp uh, Patriots win. Uh, Tom Brady's MVP. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Not Joe Fuck Montana. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, it's just, dude. It's it's. I, I'd love to say the Rams would win this game. 
just because I really don't like the Patriots and I'm just rooting for them just sheerly out of respect for the, for the Houdat nation. Um, I got, I got Rams 24, 20 with Aaron Donald as MVP. Right. And you got Patriots 20 to 17, 17, 14. I mean, with Tom Brady as MVP. Yeah. I'm seeing that happening. Yeah, I think the winning team scores at least twenty points. I could see a twenty to seventeen final. But and I, I mean, and I uh, think I think the winning team scores the most points. A little John Madden uh, quote hoo, for you there. Hoo-ah. Yeah, it's probably right. right. Beautiful times. So that's that's the Super Bowl predictions. Going in now to uh, Garage Talk, we got to bring some some more Super Bowl stuff into Garage Talk. So I figured, what better way? To do that, than to start off by talking about Super Bowl commercials. Everybody Super Bowl loves commercials. It. Everybody yeah, loves the commercials. I guess we got to talk about that. Okay, so what is if you could pick one Super Bowl commercial out of all of them? What would be your number one out of, of all, all time? time? Of all time, and your your time goes back further than my time. Yeah, I mean. Are we talking about the ones that like I remember seeing, or are I mean I think that, that there was a Coca Cola one, right? Was What's one that made you almost shit your pants laughing? Uh, man, I you know I always thought the Budweiser frogs were pretty funny. They are. I mean, that's like that's um, like everybody's like that. I can't even lie. They're yeah, one of the best. Yeah, I I liked. Um, damn, what the fuck. Uh, I like the uh, fuck the Clydesdales are always good from Budweiser. Yeah, that's like the dramatic commercials. I think they have a Dalmatian in yeah. there somewhere this year. Uh, I think so. They just yeah, they used to fuck. They threw in some dogs one year. Um, I don't know what are the funniest um, for me. What do you got for me? All right, so I have one actually from last year. It was kind of like I wouldn't say it was like the funniest, but it was like the best troll commercial I've ever seen in my life. Okay. So we start out, Danny McBride is in Australia and it looked like a movie commercial. Okay. And I'm like, Oh, this is a trailer. And it's, it was going to be like the new crocodile Dundee movie and Danny McBride which if you're not familiar with who Danny McBride is, he is, I know uh, who he is. I know who he, I know, but for the listeners, if you're not familiar, he uh, played in East. They Bound fucking Down. better know who he is. They better. He's one of my favorite <laughs> actors. Like, I mean, guys, come on. But yeah, he plays in Eastbound and Down. Um, he plays in HBO's Vice Principals. He was in the movie This Is the End with Seth Rogen. Uh, just hilarious guy. Yeah, he's a Pineapple guy. Express too. I think. Yeah, trying to get my fucking scholarship. <laughs> i love that uh, guy. i remembered, I remembered. yeah right, so go yeah. ahead tell me yours and then i'll so I basically re- it was like this troll commercial i'm legitimately thinking they're gonna make crocodile dundee 2 and <laughs> our crocodile dundee reboot and then it just turns into a visit australia commercial completely <laughs> fucked me up i was like what Cause like in the mid, like after like a minute of the commercial, he's just like, "No, we're not making a Crocodile Dundee movie, but you need to get your motherfucking ass to Australia." And like and it's just like, <laughs> "Visit Australia." I was like, "That was like like all time best troll commercial I've ever seen." My uh, my favorite one I think ever was uh, Terry Tate office linebacker. Enlighten um, me. I don't know if you remember that. You don't remember that one. 
Mm -mm. They turned it into like a series of fucking TV commercials, but it first showed at one of the Super Bowls in 2003. It features uh, Terry Tate, who is a linebacker who gives out the pain to those like in his office who, who are not obeying office policies. Okay. Hey, he just tackles people. He fucking kills them in the office. Wait. Okay. Hold up. I think yeah. I do remember this now. <laughs> yeah. The brother I was young. I was yells like the pain trade's coming. <laughs> I have to go back and look like at this. Shit like that. Yeah. You gotta watch it. If you haven't seen it, it might be the best commercial of all time. YouTube has yeah. YouTube has all yeah. the Super Bowl commercials you can handle too. Terry Tate, office linebacker. Just go watch it. That fucking one. And then pause, Danny pause this Australia. shit right now. And go watch it, and then fucking rate us, and then you can listen to the rest of it. Yeah, rate and subscribe. Danielle from New Jersey. Do you know Danielle from from New Jersey? Brett from – no, I don't know any Danielle from New Jersey. Well, you got got Brett. Where was Brett from again? Brett Brett from Topeka. Oh. I think he's he's one of the the Kansas boys. Yeah, it's fucking Topeka. We got a lot of listeners in Kansas that don't rate and review. Yeah, I don't know how they can't just take a second to do it out of their fucking busy, busy lives. Jesus, man. Speaking anyway, of... Sorry, off on a tangent no, there. It's all good. Tyler from Tennessee. Yeah, you got two yeah. T's. You got two. You double T. Double Tennessee T. Tyler. Stop being a bitch. Rate and review, Tyler. Yeah, so office linebacker was my jam. You know what else I missed? Back in the day, they used to have the Bud Bowl. The Bud Bowl. 1989, I was fucking 12 years old. They had a Bud Bowl. It was like a claymation Super Bowl ad. It was like Bud versus Bud Light. I wasn't I wasn't yeah. here. My parents were they, still doing cocaine and played, making bad choices. Nice, nice. They made it. They played. It was like a football game against bottles of Bud versus bottles of Bud Light. They ended up having like, I don't know, seven or eight of them, I think, over the course of time. It was pretty awesome time yeah it was super sick um yeah go back and watch the bud bowl they that was they used to advertise that shit during the super bowl it was amazing uh tide ads have been good tide ads have been excellent i got a yeah. kick out of tide ads last year yeah they've been good doritos are, have been pretty solid over the years the doritos yeah the time machine one is probably my favorite yeah a little kid straight up just like like uh-huh. finesses that dude out of his doritos yeah, for and sure. then his old man comes out, and he's like, "You're so old." <laughs> I don't know, it's just great yeah, stuff. E Trade had him too. I'll never forget uh, one, one, one more before I get into uh, into who's going to be like some of the companies from this year. Um, was uh, the I want to say it was the the E Trade commercials. They had yeah, like they were pretty. They've been pretty good. The baby, like the little baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good stuff. And then there's one more, man, that like really I wanna say it was like they, they had a couple that were like really borderline, like why is this on the air right now? Um but I can't really remember any of them. There's millions yeah. of them online. But yeah. uh I know back in the day, like the old good ones were like me and Joe Green, the Coca Cola commercial where he hey, it to the kid, yeah. Yeah, that's basically what Patrick Mahomes did with the Hunt's ketchup bottle. He was like, will you yeah. sign my bottle of ketchup? He's like, sorry, I can't sign that bottle of ketchup. Yeah, and then the stupid Bud- really? Budweiser Budweiser again with the what's up. That was dumb. But oh, what's up? Yeah, yeah, that what was up? No, that was, 
Dude, I, you can say it's horrible. That was a fucking force, bro. That was a force. Yeah, that, dude, that, that still just... happens today. You want to do it yeah, real fast? It was ridiculous. No, not at all. Why? No, I, I refuse. Why? Because Joe Montana doesn't do it? I bet Tom Brady would do it. Yeah, because Tom Brady wears ugly boots. Fuck that guy. He's, he was he's so lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all I right. see it now. Reebok. It was a Reebok commercial. Terry Tate, office linebacker. Terry Tate, office linebacker. That was the shit. That was Reebok. The Reback. Reback. Yeah, that's. Get the rebacks. All right. So Amazon's going to have one for this year. Uh, Avocados from Mexico will be. uh, would be a company. Um, the this is a shocker for me. Bon and Viv's sparkling hard sparkling water. So it's alcoholic sparkling water. So it's that's making a wave in America now. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Um, have you ever like poured vodka in sparkling water? Uh, no. It's it's borderline refreshing, but also very disgusting. So good luck selling that one, Bon and Viv. Um, and, uh, I'm good. <laughs> uh, of course, Budweiser's back. Burger King is going to have some kind of rap commercial. Um, an app called Bumble. I think it's like Tinder, but not as slutty. But but for bees. Yeah, but for bees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't don't get on that app if you've been <laughs> dipping in the honey hive. Um, Devour. Devour is like basically hungry man reinvented for millennials for frozen okay. food. So they have like food porn, like this guy that like jacks off to like frozen food. And uh, they actually, I think they got like a sponsor on Pornhub. You can actually go to Pornhub nice. and type in devour food porn and you can watch like cheese being poured over like uh, preserved frozen sandwiches. So if that's your thing, go for it. Uh, <laughs> Doritos is going to have Chance the Rapper in the Backstreet Boys. So that's yeah, going to be, saw a, that. that's going to be electric. Pepsi's going to have Lil John and I think Cardi B. Do you remember the little girl, the little girl that did the Pepsi commercials? Yeah, she was the little curly headed. Yeah, uh-huh. she was. A, she was. A, she was the. Uh, she was legitimately the the taste of a new generation. Um, she she made that shit happen. Um, and then My, Michael Michael Bublé is going to be in a commercial. Yeah, I for, only, for bubbly, for bubbly sparkling I, water. Yeah, I thought he only appeared at Christmas. Yeah, well, uh, Chris. Well, it's, it's still it's technically really, Christmas for some people. <laughs> He's really expanding his brand, that guy. Some people still keep their Christmas trees up this time of year. <laughs> so as long as a Christmas tree is up in America somewhere, Michael Bublé comes out and exists. So always remember, if you want him to go away, just take your Christmas tree down and I you're helping like him go away. I hear that we may get an appearance from the dude also. Yes, dude. So I saw that. That dropped a couple of weeks ago, actually, the or dude, about yeah. a week or two ago. Yeah. That's going to be electric. The Big Lebowski reboot or the Big Lebowski 2. Yep. That's going to be fun. I can't wait to watch that. If you haven't watched The Big Lebowski, I don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life. Yeah, I think um, Two Chains is going to be in a commercial with a Love that a guy. White, yeah, with someone from uh, Parks and Rec, Adam Scott. Okay, okay. Yeah, I saw like. Should be interesting. Jason Bateman's got one. Uh, yeah, Luke, Luke Wilson has a Colgate commercial where he plays a close talker. Oh wow! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there's gonna be so there's gonna be some pretty good stuff. I'm sure we'll see a tight ad. Yeah, uh, they got to have another tight ad. Tight ads are probably the coolest ones of 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 our of this generation. I again will be smoking weed, so I'll miss most of the good ones because a lot of them play at the half, right? 
well, what, what am I going to do? I'm going to be smoking weed too. How are we going to let each other know about these commercials? Oh no, you know what? I don't know. Fuck it. I ain't worried about it. Commercials are like the best thing when you're high. So you you we'll just watch it online. We'll just watch it online. Anyway. Yeah, there's YouTube. It's 2019. You forgot? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Man. the Super Bowl. Fuck Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Piece of um, shit. So yeah, great commercials. Uh, Tom Brady's the goat. Um, and I don't know what uh where, where's a good place to watch Super Bowl? Where do you like? Where do you prefer to watch the Super Bowl? I prefer to watch it at home. Um, You're a home guy. I mean, yeah. Now, back in the day, I'd probably go out to a party or something. You know, I'd probably prefer that over a bar, hanging out with your friends. I think um, I think when your team's in the Super Bowl, it's a different story. Yeah, when your team's in the game, you want I got to be home. I got to be locked in. See, no, for me, if 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 the Saints are in the Super Bowl, like I got to be like in New Orleans, or I got to be at the Super Bowl. Like I got to be in the city where the Super Bowl is going on, or I'm going to be in the city, like out, like with people. Yeah, I got a buddy Just, that's a. I got a buddy that's a Patriots fan, and he's been fucking going to all these Super Bowls in the last 10 years. Is he broke years. yet? No, unfortunately. <laughs> he's a fucking trust fund kid. You would, so. Oh, I got you. Yeah, unless you're a trust fund kid, you'd probably I go mean, broke he's got, to keep he's up got a dope. He's got a dope job, too, so I don't want to make him sound like he's lazy, but he was born into money, and he's got a good job. Yeah, I mean, you, you mean it's not like you ask for that. Like you're just born, and you yeah, don't know who you, get, you don't know what your parents do. Yeah, yeah. it's all good. Fuck him. Fuck him and Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, has he? Is, does he kill you with Joe Montana comparisons too? Yeah, we always argue about it. I always That's fucking great. tell him that Tom Brady sucks. I'm glad I'm not a asshole. I send him pictures of Eli Manning all the time. I always tell him that Brady's a system quarterback. That, man, that pisses him off. Like I tweeted that out the other day because I texted it to him and he had a fucking he had a huge response to it. So that's why I tweeted out. Like if you want to piss off a asshole, yeah, it's got to tell him Brady's a system quarterback. And I, you saw how many people fucking responded to that. <laughs> exactly, so many people were butthurt. It was ridiculous. Well, that's I mean and, I know Barry McCockiner started a big thing about that. He did a whole entire video. And I literally was just saying, like, this is how you piss one off. And, it's like, they knew that, so I was trying to do and they still got pissed off. Yeah, it must it. be exhausting to be a mass hole. I've been trying to be a fake one on this episode until this yeah. moment, and it, it got really old really fast. You, yeah, you got to go fucking take a shower. You got to take a fucking Ace Ventura shower after this one. They're like those annoying people. They're like, well, we, we, we still did this. We still yeah. did that. Like yeah, I don't like those. Like yeah, they're like Yankee fans. Yeah, yeah. You don't hear me saying, "Well, at least we got to the NFC Championship this year." Yeah, at least yeah. you can eat a bag of dicks. That's yeah. that's what you can do. That's Tom that's Brady. what I'm feeling. That's what Tom Brady eats for a pregame snack for the Super Bowl. You know what? I might just go to Fulton Street, New Orleans, and boycott the Super Bowl Who and knows? eat a bag and eat a bag of dicks like Tom Brady. No Cheetos, Cheetos, flaming hots. Maybe maybe flaming hot Funyuns. You got to hit the head of Flamin' Hots. Anything Stoner Flamin snack Hots of choice. I like, I like the, like the Funyuns, the Flamin' Hots. Funyuns are like all-time best best, best snack. I'll have a lot of Funyuns for the Super Bowl. I'll be hot, yeah, too. They're solid. Okay. So, um, I'm pretty sure that I've I've peeved you a lot this, uh, <laughs> this entire episode. Yeah, about, you were trying to piss me off. Mm-hmm. But see, I'm not, I'm not a real mass hole, so it's, it's kind of hard yeah. to do. Um, 
but uh speaking of uh you yeah. you had uh <laughs> some things you wanted to talk to I did. listeners I about I got I got a I got a I don't know what you want to call it but it's a little bit of a pet peeve and a little bit of a you know friendly friendly stoner advice to give the people to help uh to help us build a you know just a just a nice world where we think about how our actions affect others uh you ever get into an uber that's a yeah, silly question yeah. right to answer yes do you ever get into one that stinks yeah well i've been in more cabs that stink than ubers but yeah. i definitely know what you're talking about public but, transportation that you pay for yeah <laughs> right it's sometimes yeah. smell and i was i was talking to an uber driver the other day and i'm realizing that you know he doesn't smell it's not just it's not the driver that smells all the time. It's sometimes the people that have been in the car before you've been in the car that fucking smell like, I don't know, a, a cloud of cigarette smoke or they just smell like body odor. Ass. And then they, yeah, they smell like dirty ass. They have no respect for themselves or the other people. And they get in this car and they smell the fucking car. up. And now the next person gets an Uber ride. And the fucking car smells like dirty asshole or reeks of fucking cigarettes. I think that's like a supremely disrespectful thing to do is to get into someone's car smelling like dog shit. We're going to call like fucking cigarettes. That's disgusting. We're going to call this stoner cares. And let yeah. me tell you why. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and let you know right now that there are assholes everywhere. There are mm -hmm. these, these people exist and they do these kind of things. We can't really control that because there's just people out there that just don't give a fuck. And no, but if we're all thinking just a little bit about how our actions affect those around us, then things like this wouldn't happen. I, I mean, I'm sure if that person had a, had a car that they liked, they wouldn't want other smelly bastards getting in their car and funking that shit up. So they should think like that. I understand that they should think that way. However, this is my solution to it. You also, we also live in a world where there are shitty Uber drivers that don't give a fuck how their vehicle smells or how it looks. And Very you come true. across, you come across these drivers from time to time. Quick solution to this problem. If you drive an Uber and somebody gets in your car and they smell like shit, how about going to AutoZone and buying some motherfucking air freshener for your car how about getting some armor all wipes and some disinfectant wipes? And every time between trips, you get back there and you wipe that shit down and you think about your customers because they're the ones that are paying you to go places. Fuck that shit, man. Don't get in somebody's car smelling like dog shit. Well, what if you just got back from the gym? What if you just got back from the gym yeah, but and if that? All right. Look, that dude that's driving around his Uber doesn't want to spend half of his time cleaning out the car every time somebody gets in and out of it. Right. That dude's out there to make money or that girl's out there to make money to pay their fucking bills or to put food on their table. They're, they're trying to hustle, do a little side hustle, make some extra cash. And you got people getting in their car, smelling that shit up. And they're supposed to take time. Everybody get, every time someone gets out of the car and wiping it down with fucking armor all and spraying that, that's, it up. That's a little way they could show that they care about their customers. Yeah, but then they're, you know, time is money. So then they're losing out on fucking other other potential rides or whatever because they got to fucking clean their car why can't people just stop smelling like ass 
like it's what if they well like what they got from the gym or if they had a long day at work they don't have a car and they had to get home occasionally it's gonna happen right it's gonna happen all the time actually that's fucking horrible (laughs) that's that's uber man (laughs) take take a fucking shower take a fucking shower use deodorant use fucking soap wash your hair wear clean clothes i mean just have a little fucking self-respect have a little respect for the fucking nostrils of those around you Wash your ass. So I'm taking it you got into an Uber recently that smelled like ass. Smelled like fucking dirty ball sack, dude. What if it it was was a home what if it was a homeless guy that was going to a job interview? No. He should have showered. <laughs> he fuck, fucking, if he lives in a, in a major city, he doesn't have a pilot sh- gas station and he doesn't have $10 to get a shower. He should have fucking bathed in a fountain, dude. Like, he should have cleaned himself. Should've, fuck that. He should have replenished himself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. Yeah, he should have got yeah. some Drakkar Noir. <laughs> what would you do if you saw if you saw a guy, like, he was like, hey, I listened to your show and he was homeless. And for some reason, he's listening to, to the show right now. And he just like starts pouring, like dousing himself in Aquafina, and then he gets in the car so it doesn't smell bad. But now you have a wet seat. Yeah, I'm not gonna let somebody in the car wet like that. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even like. I don't really like like picking my. I didn't. I hate. I would hate picking my kids up from the beach when they were all wet. Sand, sand like sand, sand. sand. Like, I can't deal with that in the car. Yeah. I can't deal with sand in a car. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. I can see why no. it peeves you because it peeves me. Everybody, but, wash your ass, dude. Wash your fucking ass, and right. don't and don't chain smoke cigarettes until you smell like a fucking ashtray. Like, just right. don't do that. It's bad for you. One thing, one thing I'll say that peeves me about Uber is the Uber drivers that talk too much. Because sometimes I just want to get in, in my ride and, like, you know, I'll, the occasional small talk. Hey, how's it going? And then just, you know, I want to put my headphones in, listen to my music, they should, and get they to my should, destination. They should add a an option when you're when you're ordering your Uber that you can say like, I don't fucking want to talk, or you know what I'm saying? Like, you should be able to click a button that says "Don't talk to me," or you know what I mean? Like, just say hello. Like, so then the Uber driver knows, like, all right, this dude doesn't really want to talk. I'll just say, hey, what's up? And I'll say goodbye, and that'll be it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, or like or like, um, or like, you could just, like, get, like, a, a separate company of, like, of, like, Uber drivers that are mute, and then you could take those Ubers everywhere. <laughs> like, Uber, Uber Q. Yeah, Uber Q. Instead of, instead of Uber XL, it's Uber Q. It's Uber quiet. Yeah, it's Uber <laughs> shut the fuck up. No, I had yeah. a guy. I was you in, have to play. Yeah, it's mandatory that you play classical music out of your fucking yeah. radio. The beauty of Uber, though, if, if you, when you get one, is they always have a shitload of cables. So you like they have these, all these unnecessary cables for like phones made in like yeah. 1998. I don't know if you like ever like seen one of those. Oh um, yeah, it's just I don't know. Uber's Uber's crazy, but yeah, people gonna stink. Don't stink don't, as much. Yeah, wash your ass, people. Yeah, and Uber drivers, if if you see me, also wash your ass. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. They stink too. One, people stink. Sometimes just wash your ass. Exactly. Just realize that you know driving the car around for eight hours is going to make you smell. So maybe don't do that. That's right. You know, take take a break. Go have home. some class. Wash your ass. Go, go home and wash your ass. 
I feel that. All right, so Uber, get your shit together. <laughs> so my pet uh, peeve people, is people that don't wash their ass. <laughs> Basically, my pet peeve is people that talk way too much when I'm trying to do shit. <laughs> like that's that's for that's for me. You ever been in a store and like you're in a place where you think no one knows you, and then like somebody that knows you, they're like, "Hey," and you're like, "The yeah, fuck are you doing?" Yeah, I don't. I, I don't play I'm that always, game. I'm always looking around to try to avoid conversations with people. Oh, I've gotten to where I literally bring headphones with me everywhere, and I'm very open about it. If you see me with headphones in, and I'm in like a store or somewhere where I'm not not at your house or like not in a direct conversation with you, pretend like I'm not there and walk yeah, by. Leave me, me. To, leave me to fuck alone. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to do things. Yeah, so even if real. you're not listening to anything, right? Exactly. Exactly. I just, I put them in my ears cause I don't, just don't bother me. Like people in the stores, they know, like if I go to Best Buy, they know, don't, don't fuck with that guy. The headphone yeah. guy, he don't want to talk to you. I um, always hate the people in the store that bother you too much too. Shit gets can old very quickly. Yeah, can I help you with something? No, motherfucker. If I need help, I would ask you. You're a bad salesman. Go yeah. find another job. <laughs> it's not, can I help you? You're always going to, no, you can't help me. No. I no, can't help not. myself. I just want to like you, fall down on the ground. I can't yeah. help myself. <laughs> like just be it, freaking out. It, you can out. help me by getting the fuck out of my face. That's yeah. That's what you can <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> oh man, See, I think people need to be more need to be more uh, more cocky to people. I think that would be a fun world to live in. There's a lot of sarcasm. Yeah. A lot of sarcasm. Yeah. Um, I sometimes turn that into like assholeism really quickly. I keep it at the sarcasm level because I like crack a little smile and try to be cute. But on the inside, I'm like, nah, for real, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, I just sometimes that hey, fuck off, just sneaks out, and it's just I don't, yeah, I just turn into an asshole. I can't wait till we go somewhere together and like, like we just like see people or whatever, and then you, I want to hear you tell somebody that. <laughs> I just I want to see it happen. Yeah, it'll wanna, happen. You'll see it. I'm going to bring a, a CVS, like a, a pharmacy, like old school film roll disposable camera <laughs> and take a picture of their face every time you say it. And we're going to have yeah. a big bulletin board and we're going to put it on, on the website. It just happens. <laughs> like it, it, I become, I, I can become very vicious very quickly if I don't like someone um, or, or if someone's being a dick to someone else, I feel like I can be the judge and the fucking executioner. And yeah, just, like you come to the aid of the, the I person just that's come getting in and bullied. start fucking slaying someone, and I just I I get very savage, and very vicious. Just like it's, just it's like a, going off a, like head ass. It's a horrible, <laughs> it's a horrible trait to have, but I'm very fucking good at it. I love to hit people with the head ass <laughs> shit. I know exactly what you mean. Like somebody's over there, like trying to like like bully somebody or like get on somebody, like and you know, like they they might not be able to defend themselves. I yeah. like, what you talking about? With your like I know, like ass? yeah, or I know, like that dude's having a bad, like my friend's having a bad day, and, and you're fucking with him. Like I'm gonna fucking slay you. You could you could also just like start barking at them, or just take all of your clothes off and get naked. That would be a yeah. great great thing to do. There's all, all kinds of, of fun things. I do all three of those things at the same time. That would be fucking great to watch. <laughs> I'm definitely getting a disposable camera so that we can capture Spe- the moment. Speaking of stuff to watch. <laughs> yes, Netflix show of the week. So we got to close out our Netflix shows of the week. That was a beautiful segue. <laughs> you rode that bitch like Paul Blart through a yeah. mall, dude. I'm yep. telling you. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so uh, I guess I guess are, are, you want to go first or I go first? You can go. 
All right. You, why don't you? Why don't you go? Why you don't have one? Is that what you're saying? I guess I'll go because Tom Brady's the goat. <laughs> um, uh, fuck you, Joe Montana. So, uh, so, uh, fire, fire! The Fire Festival documentary <laughs> is what I watched this week. Fire Everybody, Festival. Yeah, this fire. Uh, the the greatest the the greatest festival that never happened. Fire with a Y. Everybody's been talking about this fucking documentary, and like it's they have all these memes online, and I started seeing all these memes with this random like middle aged guy, like. <laughs> Um, it's chunky, a chunky white dude, right? No, he's not really. Well, that's that. That's the guy, Billy McFarlane. He's like a complete douchebag piece of shit that deserves everything he's getting right now, but not really because he's in club fed. But um, but oh, you so, talking about the young dude that enjoyed? Yeah, he's like twenty seven and like he scammed the shit out of people. But no, this yeah. middle aged guy, he's like white headed dude. Um. And he's uh, he, there's memes everywhere. So I'm like, okay, there's all these memes. I don't understand them. I have to watch this documentary. So turn it on, start watching it. Instantly, I was pretty much drawn into it. You know, it's uh, it this stuff happened back in 2017. And the more I watched it, the more I started remembering that. Oh wow, I remember this shit because I remember when a lot of the uh, social media influencers were posting the orange tiles on Instagram. That and shit I was blew like, up quick, yeah, yeah, it did. So basically, this all started out. This entrepreneur, Billy McFarland, uh, he's like 20, 27 years old. He uh, he linked up with Ja Rule, which automatically lets you know this is probably not going to end well because Ja Rule fell off the face of the earth, and then he just comes back hanging out with this twenty seven year old that's scamming people out of money. So. <laughs> Um, he, uh, so him and Ja Rule, they had this idea, which was a phenomenal idea. I got to give him the credit on that. It was an app that was going to allow you to book major talent for your house parties or whatever. It was going to be revolutionary shit. Well, this dude is just like this overly obnoxious, nerdy guy. And he just is, in my opinion, he's like out there just like, uh, he cares more about being famous than he cares about having a legit business. So he decides, okay, well, the way we're going to market our app is we're going to throw this crazy festival on this island. And they show the island. I immediately knew by seeing that island, I'm like, there's no fucking way that you're going to be able to put thousands of people on this fucking island. And let alone, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, Pablo, it was once owned by Pablo Escobar. <laughs> so they put in the ad, once owned by Pablo Escobar. It's like, that's how much of a douchebag this guy is. So they, they go through or whatever. And basically the documentary is talking about everything that happened up to this festival. They hired these models and did this stuff. And then like shit just goes really South. Really super fast. fail. Super fail. Yeah, super the biggest fast. fail of all time. This dude is a complete sociopath. He's a liar. And this Billy talks McFarlane. to people that fucking like actually were working on putting the show on. Correct. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking sad, dude. Like, I mean, I don't want to spoil too much of it. If you my wife, like, my wife was watching it the other night, and I kind of caught maybe twenty twenty five minutes of it in the middle. It it did sound pretty good. It's a really uh, good one, documentary. And the one thing I noticed, I, I was wearing my headphones, like watching or listening to other shit while she was watching it for the most part. But the thing uh -huh. I noticed is that they were always drinking. Like yeah. when they were yeah, all dude, day, they were trying to be putting on this show and they were trying to get shit together and they were just always hammered. Inebriated, bro. Like and, completely. and I could tell by not even listening, like, yeah, this isn't going to end well. 
Uh-uh, no. Yeah. So. Can't, can't, can't overdo your shit. So, uh, but yeah, it's, I don't want to spoil too much of it. Like I said, um, it's definitely on my list of things to, uh, to watch. It's great. And it's just, the biggest lesson is, is if, if you, if, if you want to be successful, do your shit the right way. Like wash your ass and wash your ass <laughs> and don't talk too much. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> wash your ass. Don't talk too much. You'll be successful and don't steal a shitload of people's money. So there's that too. So that's that's my Netflix show of the week. What do you is you getting more murder porn for us? Murder porn of the week, bro. <laughs> Here season, we go. Season two of American Crime Story is about the assassination of Gianni Versace. It is fucking awesome. Isn't that just a sexy name, bro? Gianni Versace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's it's a sexy name, but this shit explores his murder. By uh, this dude Andrew Cunanan, and I remembered the story. It happened back in uh, nineteen like ninety seven or some shit. I don't even remember when it happened, but uh, yeah, nineteen ninety seven, July ninety seven. He was shot outside his house by this dude, and it kind of goes back and tells the story. It's fucking sick, bro. It just it's I don't I don't even know how to explain it. Like this Andrew Cunanan dude. There's shit about him that I learned that I never fucking obviously never knew. Like I was around when that shit happened. I remembered it, but it's just crazy, bro. Learning it's is crazy. fun. He's like a serial killer. He killed multiple people and it kind of jumps back and shows you all that shit. And he was a fucking, I don't know. He was just a whack job. And the guy playing him, his name is Darren Chris. He's won like every fucking award already. He won, I think, a Golden Globe, fucking People's Choice Award. Uh, he's just won everything. So, do you think? Do you think he's low key a serial killer because he played him so well and won all the awards? Dude, he might be because like he fucking crushed it, bro. I'm I'm pretty he, convinced the guy that played Joe and you is a real life serial killer now. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> Yeah, this dude's won an Emmy Award, a Golden Globe, a Screen Actors Guild. Like, he fucking killed it. He's winning all of the awards. Um, It's just a stunning performance. And I think uh, my wife and I, on Sunday, watched fucking seven episodes. We just had a straight fucking stoner day where we just got super high and ripped right through this show. I don't even think we took care of our kids that day. It was so good. Damn. <laughs> yeah. They're old hey. enough to fucking take care of themselves. Go play go play fork knife. Leave us alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only the only the strong survive. If they couldn't make it through a day without us, then they don't deserve to be around. That's hardcore parenting right there. Yeah. Tough but it's all awesome. it's finest. American crime story fucking season two. It's sick. Besides fucking Darren Chris, you got I don't know, other people that are pretty gangster. Penelope Cruz is in it. Um, Ooh, okay. She plays Donatella Versace. Hey, uh, and uh, fucking Ricky Martin is in it. <laughs> no way. Dude, he's awesome. He's Living really DeVito Loca? Too. Yeah, that guy. And oh, it took me shit. a minute. It took me a little bit into the first episode to realize it was him. Like, oh, I was wow. like, holy shit, that's Ricky <laughs> Martin. And then I made the living. She bang. She bang. Yeah. <laughs> I made the living. I made a couple of jokes about his music, like in the first episode. And my wife almost quit watching with me. 
she made me uh she made me promise not to make any more I can, jokes i like can that. just hear you being like super song like hey 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 this show's gonna be living living yeah. okay yeah hey. like shit was happening they were acting all crazy and i was like wow that guy's living la vida loca is it did, she's she did, almost divorced uh, me right there on the spot oh my god did did, yeah. did was there like was there like somebody killed somebody with a gun in that show uh yeah yeah Versace got shot yeah, so you right could have been like he bang he bang yeah. <laughs> yeah. i didn't i didn't i don't think i realized their saw it was uh or that ricky martin was there at that point i had no idea ricky so, martin's yeah. a legend yeah he's solid it's a fucking phenomenal show like it's just ridiculous okay so assassination uh, of gianni versace yeah assassination gianni versace and mine was the fire fire fest documentary fire fest go to netflix and watch them do that right now um we have you have a couple days i mean you you, do you never really know when they're going to cancel it and stay warm out there in the polar vortex Ted yeah. from Chicago. Yeah, Ted. We we you know you know actually we had a Samantha from Chicago that rated and reviewed. So I'm proud nice. of our, I'm yeah. proud of one person in hey, Chicago. Samantha, Thank you. Why don't you help Ted fucking do it too? Thank you. Yeah. Dick. Go find Ted in the freezing cold temperatures. <laughs> uh don't die and make sure that you uh nah. just put a lot of Vaseline on your face. You should be okay. I heard I heard the story of someone I don't remember. I think it was Minnesota. Minnesota, Minnesota. They're in Minnesota, and this dog, dog went outside to pee, and the fucking like his piss froze, and it froze like yeah, like inside of him froze up because it was so fucking cold outside. I've saw so many stuff, like so much. So so the dude had to rush him to the vet, and they had to fucking like heat him up and have him wrapped up in these blankets and almost perform emergency surgery to fucking thaw out the frozen piss. Could you imagine them having to like cut open your penis to get an nah. ice cube of piss out? No, nah, I'm good. Fuck that. Okay. I'm, good. I'm, I'm staying that in just, the house. I'm going to have fucking nightmares now. So. You're welcome. Thanks. Fuck it. This is, this is stoner scary stories that's, time. That's, that's what you get for fucking talking that Tom Brady shit all day. You're going to have frozen piss nightmares. Mm-mm. No, not me. So we'll be watching the goat win the Super Bowl on Sunday. Um, and uh, Jared it's gonna be Goff? Fun. It's going to be fun. No, no. Jared Goat? I mean, no. Goff? James White, the goat. <laughs> Look, let's be real. The story, the story of the day is fucking Belichick against McVay. That chess match is going to be phenomenal, dude. I can't wait to watch this. I will not be boycotting the Super Bowl. I can't wait to watch this game. Whoever wins it, it's going to be exquisite. It's going to be a young, great it's mind be and an old, great bath. mind. Bloody, bloody bath. Oh, yeah, it's man. going to be a good one. Not None of them will have frozen piss, probably. Mm-mm. No frozen pee. So yeah. stay warm, all you Northerners out there. Uh, yeah, fuck that shit. This has been Super Bowl Extravaganza episode. We have one every year. The next one will be yeah. next year. So unless um, <laughs> unless there's another Super Bowl. Yeah. There and hey, Roger Goodell could have made it happen, but he didn't do it. So fuck Much him. like Ja Rule. I'm always yeah. there when you call. <laughs> always on top. Until you get in trouble with the <laughs> SEC. <laughs> yeah, he gone. 
yeah. kind of like us now. Well, guys, you know where to follow me at Garage Guy Chase on every. Uh, we're not gone yet. You gotta tell everybody where to follow you as always. At, at Fantasy FV Stoner. Yeah, and I'm at Garage Guy Chase everywhere. So you know where to find us. Holla at us. Let us know your questions. Tell us your Super Bowl predictions, and yeah, uh, we'll respond. It. So do it on Twitter, guys. Have a great week. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll be back next week. Be easy. Peace. Peace.